Welcome to Talking Out, the improvised comedy talk show where a panel of dysfunctional media personalities dissect the week's news. My name is Dave Coffey. I'm joined in studio by former pop singer turned activist Trina McFarriter. That's me. Independent TD, Shawnee Sutcliffe. What about you? Social media influencer, Sarah O'Crilly. Guilty. And shock newspaper journalist, Brian Kilbird. I'm feeling sad. Okay. What's wrong, Brian? Just a general feeling that I have. Going, just in general. Just okay. sad all the time. Did you ever get that? When you're just going to blue? Uh, yeah, we're just uh, trying to Get on with the show, though. I call it, I have a case of the brezzies. This past week saw the end of an era as Taoiseach Leo Varadkar handed in his resignation to President Michael D. Higgins. Shawnee, you've been in the door with Leo week in, I week have, out, yeah. where, when you weren't busy with your funeral home and your farm and all that. What's your impression of the man? Well, he sort of sounds a little bit like a robot. <laughs> That's a good impression. That's a brilliant impression, really Shawnee. Good. There's uh, no... Uh, what are we going to do now that uh, Bernie Shaw's closed down? I think he's a perfect combo of a politician, really, uh, for a modern Ireland. Uh, he's half Indian. He's half gay. He's got the face of a boy, but the hairline of an old man, but the hair of a baby. If you look at Leo Radker's hair, and I've touched his hair, he's got incredibly soft hair. I don't know if you've ever seen a baby come out of a woman. Yes. But uh, the bi- the ones lucky enough to start off with hair have incredibly soft hair. And it's exactly like Leo Frankers hair. He's got baby hair. Like Dave. velvet. No. Brian, there was a moment in the dull when Green Party leader Eamon Ryan almost became Taoiseach by accident because no one called for a vote on his nomination. Wouldn't that have been a fortunate accident and a great thing for the country? It would. And I'll tell you why, Dave. Because he would have re- released wolves back in. Eamon Ryan is mad for wolves. He wants to release wolves back in Ireland. And I, for one, as a red-blooded... You know, hetero male. If, if, if the police won't kick in the door and drag me away, kicking and screaming for, for a cis uh, male who tells it like it is, who likes his steaks rare and his points uh, cold, wet, <laughs> and, 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 and his women with a bit of you know. Okay, okay, uh, okay, okay. okay. Know, the, uh, so what, he wants you, his pints wet and his women cold. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so I'm surprised at this. You're a fan of Eamon Ryan purely on the basis... I'm a basis. fan of wolves, Dave. Yeah. Wolves, the coolest animal, travel in packs, or they can be loners. Fianna Fáil has strongly criticised Sinn Féin while simultaneously opening the door for exploratory talks with Fianna Gael. What do you think? I'm opening this up to everyone. Do you think we'll see a grand coalition in the next couple of weeks? But wouldn't that be lovely? Do you think? Oh, it'd be like, um, finally, a new ending to Romeo and Juliet. Hmm. You know, two opposing families finally together and in love. No suicide necessary, except for the people who's affected by their policies. But no, I I think it's I think it's great. I think it's brilliant, and it's uh, it's great that these all these men can just explore each other in the Arctis. And I think that it's you know, court Arctis, House of Lords. I think we should ask the Pope what to do. Why would we ask the Pope what to do? We used to back in the day, I assume. When in times of confusion, ask the Pope. Turn to the big man, Papa. He'd go for Renewa. He's a bit. He's he's a, he's a snowflake Pope. He's a, bit of a mad one, isn't he? He's a, bit of a mad Pope. He is a People mad before Pope. prophet, he go for. That's he how might. mad he is. Yeah. Pope before prophet, more like. Very good, Brian. <laughs> Yo, can I do that again, Jay? Can I go again? Sure. Papa before pro- prophet. Pope was better. Pope was far better. Okay, yeah, can yeah. I do it again? Sure, one more time. Pope uh, before prophet. Well, we already well, have yeah, that. Yeah, now you, you just did it with an air in it. Yeah, you actually did it worse. Yeah. Do, do it in like an Italian accent. Oh, well, that'd be good. Yeah. I like yeah. that. No, Who wants? Papa before prophet. 
According to new research, people in Dublin have the fifth longest commuting time in the European Union. Um, Shona, you must have a long commute to the Dáil. How do you, how do you get to Dublin? Uh, it's a series of lifts, I guess, from people who owe me favours. Mm. Um, I like going the old road. I miss, okay. you know, uh, yous are probably too young to remember, but uh, the new road, it's too fast, and I think the commute is actually too short. Right. Uh, in the 60s and 70s, it used to take us several hours to get to Dublin, maybe four or five. Now, you'd be stopping for pints. Yeah. Um, in nearly every pub that you drove past. Yeah. Uh, but but the point is, there was pubs because you were on normal, keeping, small We were roads. keeping businesses, small business and pubs going, ham yeah. shops as well. We used to buy a lot of ham on the way. But Why uh, ham? It's just a handy food to fold in your pocket. I miss the 70s, uh, where days where goalies could smoke, mm. uh, children would run car parks. Yeah. Chubbier priests. Chubbier priests? Mm. Why were they chubbier? Priests used to get dinner in nearly every house they went into. And I think that's a great thing. I think the Catholic Church is turning around. And we should get behind them, so, rather than them being behind us. <laughs> I'm making a small joke, but at this point it's serious. Okay, we're going to take some calls from the public on this topic. Alan is on the line. Alan, you're fed up with your commute on the Lewis every day, is that right? Yeah, David Scott, it's so, it's, I'm on for nearly half me t- me day. On H- half your Lewis. day? Half me day on the Lewis. Where do you work, Alan? I work in Stevens Green Shopping Centre. And what do you do there, Alan? Mind your business. Um, I don't ask you what you do for a job. Oh, no, fair Mr. enough. David. Where are you coming from then that you're going to Stephen's Green Shopping Centre? I, I, live in, I, I live in Dundrum. You live in Dundrum. Okay, so that should only... Not the shopping centre. <laughs> not Dundrum Shopping Centre, no. No, I live in a house. <laughs> of course. So you live in Dundrum, but that loose ride should only take, uh, I'd say, about 25 minutes at a, a stretch. Ah, yeah, boy. I stay on it for a while. I, I keep forgetting to get off where I am. Oh, you forget to get off when I you get going. to Stephen's Green, yeah. so then you're going back and forward. Back and forth. Oh, up, up and down. Yeah. yeah. So I suppose um, maybe you could figure out some way to not forget, have someone remind you maybe when you get there. I ask people all the time, like, here, will you put a ticket out tell me when we're at Stephen's Green Shopping Centre? And they never do. Why do you think that is, Alan? I don't know. It's probably because of my knife. You have a knife? I just be on my knife. You, you hold a knife on the Lewis? Yeah, why won't you? Why do you think I do? And it's not a bleeding da- dart. I just said with the Lewis, Dave. Open your ears. Uh, why do you have a knife in your hand? It's for me job, Dave. <laughs> What's your job? Who's that? Sorry, this is Shawnee. How are you doing? Who are you? I'm the other guest on the programme. Oh. Uh, yeah, we have what a... What programme's that? The one you rang into, yet Dave cut this lad off. Alyssa, we've time for one more caller. Uh, ben is on the line. Hello, Dave. Yes, I've been waiting ben. an awful long time. Thank you very much. Sorry, Ben. Uh, ben, what's, what's your well, issue I with commutes? I, I don't I not give a damn what you are talking about. I'm not interested in your subject at all. I'm ringing in to complain about an impression that was done, a very rude impression done of me on last week's programme. Oh, this is Ben Laden? Yes. It sounds it, just like him. This yeah. is Ben Laden, yes. Ben, um, I, I, I apologise for that. Uh, in fairness to Shawnee. I want a full and frank apology from you and from Shawnee. Well, I just did apologise, but... Um, well, okay, halfway there. Yeah, well, I, I will say though, Ben, uh, it was all in good fun. He, 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 I don't think Shawnee uh, meant My life has harm. been a nightmare, Dave, for the last week. People, uh, obviously, I grew up with the name Ben Laden. It's an unfortunate name. I never had a scrape of trouble up until 2001, yeah. September, uh, the 11th of September, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And my life has been a struggle well, sorry, from I- then on. And it's, you have exacerbated it. 
uh, my grief. Well, you have my apologies for that. Uh, do I have your sympathy? Uh, you do, absolutely. And uh, your prayers? I, you have my thoughts, my prayers, my sympathies. Well, I know, I know Shawnee's very... He's very uh, quiet. He's very quiet here. Shawnee? Look, I don't, I don't know what... Uh, how you been? Listen, uh, sorry about the... Uh, the very funny impression I was doing. Uh, it was all having a bit of la- a bit of a laugh. Yeah, I think that's all was meant, to Ben. I don't think he meant just fucking lighten up. Okay, well, there's no need to uh, insult that's him that's further. That's, that's, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, sorry, Ben. Um, Apologies to smiles made of daggers, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. The good bar. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> sorry, I'm a, I'm a junior sort uh, English teacher. It's, that's why it's coming out. Okay, look, we're going to have to leave it there. I'm, I'm afraid, Ben, you do have my apologies. I don't know if uh, if you're going to get any from Shawnee. Fuck no. We're going to go to the newspapers there. I think if you uh, each want to grab your newspaper and, and just... Uh, we this go. show's getting lazier and lazier. We're just going to be reading articles that other people have written. <laughs> Brendan O'Connor does it. That's true. That uh, gobshite. Sarah, I'm going to come to you. What was your uh, story from the paper? So my story is that um, Tato have new crisps out and they're disgusting, apparently. So, oh, the big um, issues from Sarah. Oh, there so, she is now, yeah. Well, Bloody. you'll be interested when you hear because it is actually quite interesting. Mike Wallace over here. And this is their review. Is this so, a newspaper for kids? No, no, it's a real newspaper. Did you get a free Dan bar with he this? He says... These are not bad crisps. In fact, they are quite tasty and have that comeback for more attraction about them. They're it sounds only... like you're reading a zig and zag annual. Well, I'm not. They're only slightly removed from cheese and onion with a distant threat of salt and vinegar. So it's like when something's a little bit disgusting, but you kind of like it. Do you like know what's it. interesting about that quote? What? No one would ever, ever say something like that. But he, he did. No, nobody, nobody he did. said that. This nobody man said here a distant said threat that. Of he did. This is how people write things. Now, it's and then not how they then say there's them. another man who sounds quite like Brian he says where will it end turkey and Brussels sprouts um, so Shawnee have you picked out a, an article I there? have it's a rather funny story Dave uh, Dancing with the Stars gets extra toilets for guests uh, with the hot lights of showbiz mm. uh, people tend to get very nervous and they tend to shit more Okay. Mm. Um, and there wasn't enough toilets for everyone to shit in but now each dancing couple has their own toilet. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. That's very... Uh, that's very kind yeah. of Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, you'd have to time it right. And you wouldn't want to, you know, leave a smelly poo for some lovely Polish girl who's dancing with you, you know? Yeah. So you'd probably say to her, you say, Svetlana, you go in first, and then I'll go in when you're after, and then, but make sure you do everything you have to do first. Don't come back Don't again. come in after me, because yeah. I drink a lot of Guinness, and I'm just back from a wedding. There's a story in the paper today that Ryanair Chief Executive Michael O'Leary has said terrorists, terrorists will generally be males of a Muslim persuasion. Uh, Michael O'Leary also said that uh, families with young children should be waved through the airport security because there is virtually zero chance of them being bombed. But what, what's, what's stopping a terrorist, you know, getting a big lollipop and yes. a pair of short trousers yes. and a sailor's cap? Yeah. And uh, yo-yo in their hand, a fidget spinner or a yo-yo, yeah. Yeah. and pretending to be a child yeah. and saying, "I'm a little baby. Can I come on this plane? Yeah. I've got my lunchbox here with me." And you're like, "Ah, oh, there's no point in checking that lunchbox. That's just a little boy. Yeah. Why is it ticking? Oh, it's a clock sandwich. Ha ha ha! Makes a little joke and gets yeah. away with it. Yeah, yeah. Goes inside, mm, blows a big hole in the plane. Yeah. Plane falls into a building. That building falls into another building. Yeah. Ten years later. We're still talking about it. On a Ryanair flight, probably all they need to do is think, what 
uh, kind of a scratch card or what would they like to what would a pilot like to buy mm. and then if you dressed up as an Perfume. ear hostess mm. and then you walked in and was like okay it's a um, time for um, scratch cards mm-hmm. special pilot scratch cards everybody take a break the pilot would be like oh a special niche product for me they swivel around in their chair and scratch the card boom I'm in the seat I've got control <laughs> they're delighted because they're after getting three Stars, uh, three or stars or three yeah, pilot hats. Yeah. The Criminal Assets Bureau has confiscated a 55 million euro fortune in Bitcoin, which can't be accessed because the drug dealer who amassed the money has lost the codes. Apparently, the passcodes were hidden in his fishing rod, which has gone missing. Brian, you were a crime reporter for years. Have you ever heard of a case like this? I have, Dave. Yeah, all the time. Lots of me always forgetting where they left. Their sta- forgetting the address of their stash house or, you know, the, where they buried it up the Dublin mountains, you know. Or the, sometimes the Wicklow Mountains. Are criminals just a bit thick? They're silly billies, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't be doing it. They wouldn't be getting in that job if they weren't a bit, you know, you know, if they didn't have end between the ears. Yeah, no, yeah. they're just a bit, you know, flippity, flippity gibbet. Is that the word? This is, this is he's a stoner, though, right? I mean, he was selling cannabis. Well, if he was getting high in his own supply, That's he was. Yeah. It. I once took a puff of a joint yeah. when I was in L.A. in the 70s. And I walked out of the job interview and I left without my flares. I pissed myself during my leaving cert after smoking a joint. Jesus my God. Oh, Sarah. Wait, this you t- smoked a joint while doing your leaving cert? Yeah, I was so stressed. I was just like Half up session. to 90. And um, my mom just said like, listen, puff, puff, pass. Well, I have a sheenus for the car now. A which? A sheenus, which is a funnel that you can basically make a penis out of yourself. Wait, you have that for the car? Yeah, for the, for long journeys. Yeah. So, where does do it go? Female truck drivers have it. Back to Sheila. Oh, you have a Sheena's for Sheila. Yes. Okay. So Sheila's Sheena's. Every time she sees an apple green or a garage, she's like, I need to go. Yeah, I'm surprised like a, you didn't name her Sheena's. That's, that's, only a, that's only a trick to get morals. She does love morals. Mm, yeah. It's the nuts. I tried no vaping. No morals. Oh, the crunchy bits. Biscuit. <laughs> Fair enough. I tried vaping for the first time. Lads... And I absolutely loved it. Okay. I was very, I was at a wedding there a couple of days ago up in Belfast. <coughs> and uh, I'm, you know, I'd be sceptical enough about it. But I got separated from the wedding and I ended up going down to the train station. There was a couple of boys hanging around and they were vaping and they asked me, did I want to bait? And I said, grand. And it was like sort of a, it was almost like a clay pipe made out of glass with these little vape crystals in it on you. And we lit it up, and there's a lovely, fun kind of popping, cracking noise out of it. And I found it very relaxing. I stayed up there. I ended up not going back to the wedding. I stayed with the lads for several days. Yeah, yeah I'm only actually back because my brother dragged me out of that flat. <laughs> but I'm going to do it every day. Sarah, um, have you ever lost anything this important? Unfortunately, I lost my mind down at um, Electric Picnic a few years ago. Um, similar situation. I thought that I was uh, having a snack. I was starving. My friend came over with a flower crown and a brownie. And I had the brownie. And before I knew it, I was in some lad's tent playing a drum and touching his willy. Like, it was just so, so bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, at the same time. At the same time. It was so weird. You wouldn't do that in Pints of Guinness. Uh, but I wouldn't even I wouldn't go near Guinness now because that that's a whole other story what I did on that one night. But shut like, yourself. Um, I just shut up. Could you even keep a beat? Sort of reminds me of um, you know the lads are rowing. Is it in Ben Hur? Oh uh, well, I'm not a man lads. and I wasn't rowing, so that's ridiculous. <laughs> I was I was wanking someone off and I was playing a drum. 
Boris Johnson's government is to close its borders to unskilled workers and those who can't speak English, ending the era of cheap EU labour in factories, warehouses, hotels, restaurants. Sometimes if you're feeling low and you're feeling a bit uh, depressed or useless in the world, you hire somebody who you know doesn't speak great English and you abuse them. What I do is I give them a challenge. I say, there's something wrong with this house and you have 12 hours to find out what it is or I'm firing you. 11 hours, 54 minutes into it. Uh, fair play to him, he found out. Guess what it was? Easter egg. No, I put a slice of Billy roll into the DVD player. It's kind he, of like an escape keeper. room almost. A little it bit. Is. I Are they locked leave. in while it happens? Well, I stand by the door with a gun. In sort of related news, comedian Steve Coogan has said his Irish passport is in the post. Uh, Brian, do you think we can expect an influx of British celebrities to Ireland after Brexit? I hope so. That'd be brilliant. Why? What? Because they're better than the celebrities we have over here, if you don't mind me saying, Dave. Yeah, that's true. Who do we have here? Name one of your celebrity. We've loads. Yeah, but like, are they any use? Yes. Uh, Red Harley. Trina. Brian Ormond. All right, oh, they're good. They're all, all three of them are good. Patrick Frayne. Who? I'm afraid that's all we have time for this week. Be sure and check out the animated version of Talking Night every Monday on the RTE player. We'll be back with another Talking Night next week. Goodbye till then. Talking